Hey, James, I have a question for you that I've picked out. And I like this question because it sounds like so you. It sounds like so James Altucher. The question, for all I know, you wrote this question on Core. I don't maybe, think- maybe. I don't write a lot. I answer questions on Core. I don't write a lot of questions on Core. Okay, here's the question. Which of the habits that you've adopted have done the most to improve your life? And what I like about the question is, you know, it's about, obviously, it's about people who are thinking about improving life, which is always a good place to start. But I also like that it's acknowledging that habits, which are this, if you think about them, kind of weird, tiny, little automatic thing that we do, actually have huge power for for good and bad, including, uh, do you know that book, The Power of Habit, Charles Duhigg? Yeah, Duhigg, yeah. Give her that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Charles. Charles Duhigg, yeah. yeah, I think, that, yeah. So anyway, so I'm curious to know, because you seem like you're constantly in search of, if not habits, routines or rituals or ideas to really improve your life and others, which I appreciate. And so there's really two things. One is there are habits. So like eating well is a habit or, you know. Among other things. It's also a choice and a process, blah, blah, blah. You want it to be a habit. Taking the garbage out every night is a habit. Um, And then there's the other, uh, there's a meta habit, which is how do you get better at your habits? So let's say doing 10 push-ups a day is a habit, but maybe getting better at being in physical shape is, okay, you do 10 push-ups for a week, then you do 11 push-ups the next week and 12 push-ups a day the the week after. Or can I just shortcut, interrupt you and shortcut? Oh, you do 1,000 push-ups a day. No, what you should really start is set your limit higher than 10. We've written about that. It's like anything that's physical like that, the minute you set a barrier, your brain kind of syncs up with that barrier and says, okay, I'll try to get to 10. Whereas if you just cheat and say, I'm going to do 20, you're going to do a lot right. more than you would if you were. So so, so, you, so you're answering the question there. There's habits and there are meta habits. So one habit I think is very important is saying no. We talked about this on another episode, but saying no to things I don't want to do because otherwise I'll be unhappy. I won't do as good a job. The other people will be unhappy. I won't get to do the things that I feel will help people the most. And related to that is... Did you have to work hard at that? Uh, incredibly hard. I still have to work incredibly hard. Hey, let hard me ask you a question. When when the request... No. <laughs> very well done. When the request comes in the form of an email... What's your strategy if you want to say no? Do you ignore the email or do you answer with a no? I used which to, then leaves the door open I for used to negotiation. Be very, I used to be very non-confrontational, so I would just not answer. Right. And then I used to say no with an explanation. Right. And now I just say I can't do it. Sorry. But like then no what, explanation. Then typically what happens? Then they'll write back and say, but they'll what if we like, make it uh, what if we make it easier and better and more comfortable? Then I might not respond. Right. See, so, I find that uh, not answering is in some way the kindest no. I don't know because I've heard from people later that I've said yes to because I, I actually intended initially to say yes, but I just forgot to respond, that they would get very, very upset that I wouldn't respond yeah, I guess to so. the emails. So I guess maybe it just depends. But you know, in terms of specific habits, I think one of the most important habits you can have is to always prune the tree like almost like a bonsai tree of the people you have in your life. Mm -hmm. So there's that saying, you're the average of the five people you have around you. Well, those five people could be constantly changing. It might not be five, it might be 50. But I find on a daily or weekly basis, I'm adjusting um, and what are you you looking for? You're looking for people in your circle who are more or less what? I'm looking for people I admire. I'm looking for people who 
uh, I'm supportive of, who could also be supportive of me. And this might be almost on a micro level too. Like sometimes maybe uh, a good friend is, you know, you're not, you're not feeling close to that day for whatever reason. So that day you pull back, but the next day you're, you're back in sync again. So, so, so who knows? But I, I do think, so, so, so one habit that that's gotten me into though, because I don't always have a big circle of people in my life is I'll go through my emails from like 2006 or 2007. And look for people you've fallen out of touch with and want to get back in? No, I'll look for people who wrote me an email that I never responded to, and I'll respond as if they wrote me like that minute. <laughs> so so like maybe someone wrote me in 2006, hey, would you like to meet up for coffee? And I'll write back like right now. Right. Yeah, and then sure. you get a letter from their estate lawyer. I'm sorry, James has been dead for four years. Well, you know, one time it happened, somebody like in, I don't know, 2005 or 2004 bought me for my birthday, jamesaltucher.com, like the domain name. And then in 2000, I never responded to it. Like what use did I have for jamesaltucher.com? I thought that was a waste and it was just a random person I knew. I didn't even know him. So in 2010, I wrote back and say, okay, I accept. And... He wrote back and said, whoa, no one's ever taken six years to respond to me before. And then I put my blog and my whole, all my stuff on jamesaltucher.com and, and this guy became a friend. So is that strategy a little bit like you giving out $2 bills just to be remembered, like for being unusual? Uh, that's a different habit. So my $2 bill habit, if I move into a new area, I will make an, a paper the place with yeah, two dollar bills. Every I'll eat in every restaurant. It's like I'm sort of like peeing on my territory. Very much. I'll, like that. I'll eat in every restaurant and I'll tip with. I'll pay with whatever, but I'll tip with all two dollar bills. So like if, if and I'll tip, give a high tip. So if I if a meal comes to like fifty dollars, I'll give like twenty dollars worth of two dollar bills. So ten two dollar bills, and then gradually two dollar bills will make their way through the local economy of wherever I moved. And so pe and people will ask the story, where'd you get these $2 bills? So word about me, even if I hadn't been in those stores. The guy with the white lab coat and the waiter's pad. Yeah, well, those are other habits. So I'll wear a white lab coat, I'll have waiter's pads. So there's lots of- I think of we're redefining it. The, the word habit suddenly seems too weak to describe what you do. After this one message, we'll be right back. I am so excited because we've been doing this in this studio like this, but now we're going to do a live question of the day podcast at the Bell House in Brooklyn on January 14th at 7 p.m. You sound excited. I am very excited because you and I- I feel I, like your heart is racing. Maybe I want to be social. I want to meet the people I who are listening great. to this podcast. I think they want to meet you too. So January 14th, 7 p.m. We also have a special guest who will be a moderator, Nagin Farsad, the oh, comedian. Oh, she be a moderator too? Well, I think she'll moderate since we need a lot of moderation. Come to Brooklyn on, what's the day? Thursday, January 14th exactly. at 7 p.m. Don't screw it up, Stephen. TheBellHouseNY.com for tickets. Thanks. <laughs> The question, the original question is, what are the habits that you've adopted that have done the most to improve your life? So would you argue, or, or how would you rank, you know, okay. name a couple that have really two, two, done well for you? Three habits, okay? Number one. I'm not going to count, like, physical, because there's lots of physical habits that I'm always... Like you run a lot of marathons, for instance. <laughs> yeah, I, I run 30 <laughs> feet and then collapse dying. Okay. Um, 
being around good people right. as much as possible. Okay. Uh, every day I do this habit, and this has been incredible for my life. Like it's changed my life completely, and it still does every six months. I don't even know if I've ever told you this before. So every and it sounds like a stupid, corny habit, easy to do, but it's not. Right. I write down ten ideas a day. Mm-hmm. So I'll write down like ten. It might be 10 business ideas. It might be 10 articles to write. It might be just 10 stupid things, like 10 things I learned from Serena Williams today and just random stupid things. Um, but if I write down 10 ideas a day... You feel you're exercising your idea muscle? Is that the right, idea? Or? Right, exactly. And I, I've seen it happen. I've been mm-hmm. doing this for uh, on and off for 15 years, but now every day for six years. Like That's how, how regimented okay. it is. And I've seen my life totally change Every six months. Right. So number one was surround yourself with people who are good to you, supportive. Number two is write down 10 ideas a day. Right. And number three is as soon as I wake up in the morning, I try to think of three to five new things that I'm grateful for. So Mm -hmm. it's easy to say wife and kids. I have to think of like new things that I'm grateful Give me an for. It, what was this morning, for instance? I was grateful for the fact that I was going to meet you for Backgammon and we were going to do a podcast. Like this this day was scheduled for that. So I was really grateful that I, I had a friend I was going to meet for Backgammon and do podcasting with. So I always try to think of those three to five things I'm going to be grateful for, the 10 ideas a day, and emotionally, how can I connect with somebody that I haven't connected with in a while, and how can I start to reduce somebody I don't really want to be around as much anymore? I like it. I like it. I have one habit that I've been working on lately that I'm just curious to know your thoughts. So I have a lot. You know, like you, I try to, you know, life hack now and again, and, uh, and you know, I do things that a lot of other people do, like I meditate sometimes and I exercise, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the one that I have been working on is uh, is being silent more. Not for any kind of theological or philosophical or even really physiological thing, but just that I think when you do like what we do, which is, you know, write and blather, blah, 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 that you kind of, that what forms is a habit, which I don't love, which is that you feel like you always should be trying to get your voice across or to form an opinion or to mansplain or something, and that... A, there are negative consequences of that for everybody as well as for me, but that also there is a real benefit to learning to keep quiet, to developing a habit of keeping quiet um, and listening to what's going on around you. I think that is a really good habit. I think, uh, like, I've tried 24-hour periods of not saying anything, and I find my, my, I feel like my writing uh, after that was much more interesting to me. Um, and it's very hard to do, like uh, particularly if people are around. Hey, let's, um, let's try it. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. In a moment, you'll hear a sample of our next exciting episode. But first... Hey, don't forget we're doing a live question of the day event Thursday, January 14th in Brooklyn, New York at the Bell House. For tickets, you can go to thebellhouseny.com. We will be joined by an awesome special guest, a comedian and commentator and general smart person, Nagin Farsad. You should check her out online if you don't know her work. Nagin Farsad, it's spelled N-E-G-I-N-F-A-R-S-A-D. We are thrilled she'll be joining us and we hope you'll be joining us too. On the next question of the day, 
So is writing like you talk a good idea? Wow, I love that question. Well, I should say I love it because it's a question I think about all the time. And it makes it, if you write like you talk, the idea is obviously it's easier to write because we could just write oh, what we're saying right in, now. It's interesting you say that because that's not the first thing that comes to my mind. Question of the Day is produced and mixed by Nathan Rossborough with Allison Hockenberry. 